That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And have you done your specialized version of the weekly review, the (laughs) meow? (laughs) Hi, James. I'm doing good today, and I have done the meow. How about you? How are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty well today, and I have, yeah, let's call it, uh, in terms of reviewing active projects, I have done a weekly review. In terms of getting my inbox to zero, I have not done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, cool. Uh, are we calling that a MOOF? Uh, M-O-O-F? From the oh, yes, yeah, so we can call that a MOOF. Okay. Well, I don't know what it stands for yet. Mm, that's the fun of creating your system is, is start with the abbreviation and then work backwards till you get to something. Major like, operation of organizational fun. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Oh, I think you're on to something there. Anyway, yes, I have done that. Well, since we've uh, gotten that out of the way, let's uh, talk about our weekly to-dos. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. So, Gene, what was your weekly to-do and did you do it? My weekly to-do was to nail down a medical appointment, and I did it. And I will not rant any further about the ridiculousness of the system that we call health in this country. Okay, that sounds good. And I believe mine was to unpack and do laundry from a trip, if I recall correctly. Was it? I have you down for a medical appointment as well. Oh, yes. I sent a message, but I don't think I have the appointment fully booked. Okay, But I did unpack and do laundry. Good. That is done. And I I, I had a start on the the appointment, so. um, Yeah. I mean, you don't have control about when they actually get back to you. That is true. That Part of last week's rant. <laughs> so. um, and uh, yeah, so that's uh, I'll I'll keep that as next week's to to wrap that up and make sure that I have an appointment or follow mm-hmm. up and make sure I have an appointment. Um, cool. It sounds that sounds groovy. Um, so today, um, as we talked about in the pre-show, you had wanted to chat a little bit about a topic we haven't uh, talked about in a while, which is habits. Mm. Good old habits. We uh, we did talk quite a bit about them. It, you know, I think it was somewhere in the middle of high pandemic, you know. <laughs> yes. And uh, we read books. We read books and we had uh, some talks about habits. And then... Uh, um, but last, 
the reason that topic came up for me recently was um, I did, uh, I was a guest on the podcast uh, Focused, which is uh, a productivity podcast with David Sparks and Mike Schmitz on the uh, Relay FM network. And I, it was good timing for me because I was in the middle of reading this book called Stolen Focus uh, by Johan Hari, um, which I want to talk about on this podcast at some point, but I still haven't totally finished it. I can't get focused enough to finish the <laughs> focused book. That's bad. Um, and I talked quite a bit about social media and how it steals your focus and, you know, what microdot blog, what makes it different. But um, I definitely, and I talked about the meow. So, the meow, I predict now the meow is going to have many, many adherents. No, I don't think so. It's going to sweep uh, the nation. <laughs> sweep the nation. Sweep but, in the world. Yeah, so I finally talked about it in a, a, a public uh, public forum, I consider. You know, our podcast is our family. It's like our family room. You you and me and our listeners, um, the, the ones we know and the ones we don't know, but... Going on somebody else's podcast to talk about the meow is a big step for me. Um, and uh, one of the things that they do, da David and Mike, um, is uh, they do a little bonus segment for they have subscribers or members or you know p patrons um, for the podcast, and so those those folks who help support the podcast um, get a little extra segment. And for this episode that I was on, David wanted to talk to me about journaling, which was interesting because I, I talked about journaling, I think, with you not that long ago when David, it was probably the beginning of the year, though. <laughs> now that I think about it, it's like a early January kind of topic, not, um, I don't remember exactly, but David uh, did a a webinar about journaling that really got me inspired. Mm. And I I decided to subscribe to Day One, the app, because David's using Day One. And I'm like, you know, well, I'll start with something a friend of mine who uses, you know, who's got good taste <laughs> in apps. And uh, I've done some journaling, but it's been very uh, sporadic. And that's what David wanted to talk about, and it was oh, it was a journaling intervention. So it was a, we ended up having a talk about why don't I journal every day, like or every some frequency more than you know every once in a while it hits me and I do it for a few days or a week or something, and then I don't do it for a month. So David challenged me to journal every day. And his idea of journaling and what he does, you know, it could just be take a couple minutes every day, you don't have to sit down and write for an hour. If you don't feel like it, or you don't have something to write about to but um, get so doing it every day for two months, he said, if you do it every day for two months, what will, you know, if it, if it is a benefit to you, you'll know by then. So what do you say? You know, so it was a challenge. Right, right. And I thought, okay, I'll do that. And um, 
I said, oh, I hate to create another reminder for myself. Because um, that's the first thing I thought was like, oh, I should put it into do. Um, and then I'll see it every day for sure. And David said, I, I think you should build this as a habit. I think it should be a, a habit that you build um, that doesn't. And I was like, oh, you know, that's interesting. And so now not only am I challenged to journal for <laughs> two months, I'm challenged to really build a habit, something that I do without needing to be reminded. So I decided I would, when I make my first cup of coffee of the day, I open day one. And I, I actually, I created a little template for myself, something easy, which is like, how do I feel this morning physically? How do I feel mentally? What is one thing I really want to do today? So I can write more paragraphs about whatever I want to, but um, just answering those questions usually gets me um, in the mood to write about something, you know, related to those things. So, mm -hmm. so I'm tootling along day one through day eight. I'm so pleased with myself. I send David a screenshot of my streak. <laughs> and, uh, he says, that's great. He says, if you don't, you know, if, if some morning you don't feel like journaling, just journal about that. And I thought, oh, yeah, good idea. You know, always a good idea uh, for as a writing practice. And but then I, I did miss a day. And it was, I think it was the first day that my, my family came into town. So my sister is staying with me, my brother, not my brother, my father and my stepmother. Also, here from Florida. And it was a lot of family, you know, hoopla for two weeks. And mm -hmm. that's how I missed the first day because my sister was here in my apartment distracting me. <laughs> you know? Not in a bad way. But I was like, Oh, I need to make coffee for her. And I need to, you know, make sure she has what she needs in this apartment. And, and then I, I just totally slipped my mind. Because I didn't do it right when I have been trying to do it. So so I was a little bummed, but then um, I have done it every day since then. But actually, as we're recording, and we started to talk about this before we started recording, I said, oh, shoot, I think I, I missed a day again. And it's today, so I haven't missed it yet, but I didn't definitely didn't do it with my first cup of coffee. And I know that it's because I'm as exhausted as I possibly can be <laughs> after two weeks of family, you know, get together and mm -hmm. travel to the coast and all that. Um, and yeah, so I guess, you know, one of the things that's on my mind is streaks. And after I broke mine, I journaled the next day, like, I hate streaks. <laughs> that's why I hate them. <laughs> Because they're, you know, they, uh, then you feel bad. Um, but I decided I'm not going to feel bad. I'm just going to keep going. Yet, it does have, it does feel like pressure, for sure. And also, the notion of forming a habit without a reminder. Like, uh, so, so this is habit stacking that I'm right. utilizing. You know, there's, 
it is true that there's no way I will forget to make coffee in the morning. <laughs> Just no way that that will happen. So it's a good anchor for a habit stack. But, you know, if I'm, I apparently, I don't immediately, I guess, I don't know what. So I was wondering if you had any new insights into habit formation. And if you think this trying to form a habit without a reminder is just not going to work. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, habit stacking is kind of the, the, seems like not a bad approach. Mm-hmm. I guess if you put your journal on top of your coffee maker, <laughs> right, then you have a physical reminder mm-hmm. that, oh, yeah, that's what I do when I'm, you could even do it while you're waiting for the coffee to brew. Um, mm-hmm. I find that I have been very bad at forming habits. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've tried and then it seems like I they don't seem to click as habits and mm-hmm. my and I just do other things <laughs> and if I have an, I find if I have like if I set up a daily reminder then after a couple of days I just like dismiss the reminder because I'm mm-hmm. in the middle of doing something when it pops up and mm-hmm. it's not the right time for it and so that's I, I have found that I've been that I'm very resistant to proactively forming habits. It seems like um, I don't know why, but it seems. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I'm very good at uh, like creating new habits that seem like they might not be the best choice of what I should be doing, but. They're the thing that I find myself falling into time and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not that habits don't form. It's just they're, ne- they're never the ones that I want. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I know that feeling. Um, that I definitely relate to that, you know, the notion of forming a habit when we and you know we have read a lot about it <laughs> we when we do have some good habits obviously um absolutely but that uh having a habit really be formed such that it doesn't you know go away um, right such that it happens like a habit supposedly is something that you do automatically without that part of your brain that directs you to do things even kicks in, right? It's just, yeah. it's kind of, it's just the default automatic. You just do it whether you, like, without even thinking. Right. You don't have to decide to do it. You just do it. Um, and I think, at least for me, it seems like it's possible that it's because all of the things that I'd like for me to have as habits are things I really don't want to do. <laughs> like I just don't want to do them at all. So like it's it it never it's never removed from my head as a decision because it's always like every single time there's this thing in my head that says, Do we really have to do this? 
Is it? Ah, this again. Yeah. Like, like it just seems like it's always. Uh, there's always some conscious resistance to doing the thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so the very first chance I get to not do it, <laughs> I don't do it. Um, that seems to be like as I'm kind of thinking about it as I'm talking, um, that seems to be what's going on is just it's always stuff that I really just don't, I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I think there's you know, I I worked on a habit app when I was at Big Nerd Ranch. I th had this idea for an app because I had been pretty successful temporarily at forming a new habit, which was flossing my teeth every night. The the dreaded, you know, by most people, I think. <laughs> habit really good for you really pain in the neck and and anyway i um well i had a um a little japanese like it was like a head of a you know a face with two eyes in it and the the person who gave it to me who was my acupuncturist he said what you do is you fill in one eye they were like blank eyes so a little creepy um you fill in one eye and you put it somewhere to remind you to do something every day. And when you've done it, you know, you've you've successfully uh, formed the habit, then you fill in the other eye. And I'm like, okay. And so I thought, and I was like, I held on to it for a long time because I kind of was like, I don't know what habit I want to form. I don't want to waste this thing. You know, I want right, right. to, right? So eventually I decided I just have to use it. And flossing your teeth is always on the list. Um, so I did it and it it worked for me. <laughs> it, and I was, at, I was at the time very, very vigilant flosser then, um, but um, sadly fell off the wagon. And I can't really tell you why you know it's not that i don't floss my teeth now but i was doing it religiously so um i i looked it up on the app store to see like if there was an app uh, there are some apps called daruma that's what it's uh, called that little head thing and and then i thought what i liked about the daruma was that it didn't have any settings <laughs> mm -hmm. it all it, it you couldn't like create tracking for more than one habit you know so that thing was being used for and it was perfectly placed on the shelf you know on the windowsill in my bathroom that kept you know an eye on me literally and i did the thing and i just you know i it couldn't keep track i had to mentally keep track uh how long i had gone but it didn't matter because i really did it every day when i had that thing so uh, I thought there should be an app that just you can only put in one habit and all it is is a big button to tap. And when you've done the thing, you tap it. And when 21 days or maybe you could you could vary the, the period of time, you could, I thought as a, as an, advanced feature I would have like a, a list where you'd think of other habits you wanted to form but realistically just forming one at a time is the way to go I like that and so 
you would keep a list. You could promote um, habit ideas to the current habit, and that would be it. So never have never completed it. Uh, obviously, I never. I I've worked on it though. Um, back then, I really worked on it hard at Big Nerd Ranch. It was fun. So anyway, I always look at habit apps, and there's a new habit app, at least new to me. Um, and I became aware of it because they won an Apple Design Award. Did are you aware of this one? It's called um, Not Boring Habits. <laughs> not boring habits. I don't think yeah. I've looked at. That I think one. that not boring is in parentheses. So it's <laughs> it's like a cross between uh, a habit app and uh, uh, Monument Valley. <laughs> It's very, very stylized. Um, there's a lot of cool animations in it, and uh, I decided to give it a try. So I'm going to try it for some super simple things, uh, just for while I do the one week trial before I subscribe to it. It's fifteen dollars a year to subscribe to it, and I doubt I will subscribe <laughs> because. I can already feel like, no, nope, these things don't really work for me. First of all, it lets me put in more than one habit, which I think that should just be one. <laughs> um, and it wants, and part of the thing is you put in your schedule for the habit, So, and it wants to send you reminders, and I'm like, no more reminders. Um, but, yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's very, very cool. You know, definitely it's kind of, if you like um, cool app design, if you like Monument Valley, <laughs> you might want to look gotcha. at this Habit app. Um, and, um, I mean, it's much simpler than Monument Valley, and there are no puzzles to solve, but except, you know, maybe the interface itself <laughs> is a little <laughs> puzzling at first. <laughs> So anyway, but I think, you know, that it, uh, it's interesting. So I guess the reason I brought th this whole habits uh, I topic up is that, you know, it's back on my mind because I'm trying to form a journaling habit. But I, you know, uh, we'll see how it goes. I really want to try to do that without, if I put a reminder in do, I will almost certainly journal every day because, you know, I have to really dialed in to work mm -hmm. for me. But, uh, you know, I appreciate the notion that it should not be a reminder and that it's, it, or it, not that it shouldn't be a reminder, but that a habit is different from something you do every day because you were reminded to do it. Yes, that's very true. A habit, at least for me, yeah. The definition of a habit is something that you do pretty much automatically without thinking about it. And mm -hmm. it's just, as opposed to routine activities, which are things that you might do regularly, but you might need a remind, like they're not automatic. Mm -hmm. um, and it seems like, yeah, I have real trouble getting things into the habit category. Yeah. Um, gosh darn it. Um, <laughs> or at least th things that, that I'd like. 
Um, I think maybe a habit that I'm getting into now that the active projects list is a lot smaller mm-hmm. is I do find myself looking at OmniFocus more often yeah. than I used to for a while there. Um, so maybe, maybe doing like that might be a good habit to be in, to be looking at that often. Um, mm-hmm. Although it seems like that has gotten me out of the habit of looking at my email more frequently. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, um, email. <laughs> when I was, we, the family was together this uh, weekend at the coast, included my nine-year-old nephew who was looking at my home screen <laughs> on my phone. And he's like, he, he, he was attracted to the icon for Chuck, which is the email oh, yes, yes. sorting, you know, the, the, the iPhone app for, for Maelstrom. Because it's cute. It's got a little woodchuck with an envelope under its arm. And he's like, what is Chuck? And I, um, and it had a badge on it, <laughs> like 1200 something. And, I said, "Oh, that's a make. That's the app that helps me, you know, go through my email." And he said, "But it doesn't seem to be helping you." Huh. <laughs> oh, the smart kids! I said, "I know. In fact, I, I'm looking at my phone now, and clearly, I just turned off the badge because I don't need the badge. I know there's mail in there to be filtered, um, and uh, it was just." You know, I wanted to say, like, I said, I get too much email. And I said, that's not possible for me to, to deal with everything that comes in. It's also the case that the more you let it build up, the more useful Chuck becomes. That's true. So, you know, you're just, you're, you know, <laughs> you're yeah. just. Yeah, it's true. I'm waiting till I can zap like a thousand emails in one click. Instead of, uh, you know, doing it in groups of 20 and 30. There you go. Now, one thing that I did do is, um, because I was uh, back in New Jersey for about a week, is I did get through all of the incoming mail. Mm. So that's good. Um, I still have a backlog of of papers, um, incoming stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But... uh, I, yeah, I managed to, you know, chuck all the stuff that is uh, junk mail, and then I have a very small pile of things that are actionable, um, mm-hmm. and I even took a, an action or two, so that's all good. Um, and uh, and check those things off in uh, in OmniFocus. Um, so that's groovy. Um. One piece of OmniFocus news is Mm -hmm. um, they just – so they've had a beta of OmniFocus 4 going on for a while. That's publicly known. Um, They tweet about it, the OmniFolks. And so they just released uh, the Mac version in test flight um, as well as the iOS version is out for iPad and, and the iPhone. 
and mm. uh, it seems very stable. So I've pretty much switched to using the new version um, and then sending them feedback. Um, but it's all syncing nicely. And um, I find especially on like the Mac version, I've always found very usable. Um, but mm. I find that the 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 way they've been reworking the iOS and iPad version or the phone and iPad version, um, it's much more conducive to actually uh, being pretty darn productive on the uh, on the iPad and even on the iPhone, even though you have a mm. lot of complicated stuff going on. So, looking forward to uh, to that being finalized at some point. Um, cool. That's just a little a little tools update um but the uh yeah i have found again that reducing the number of active projects um i seem to be getting through them that's great instead of being overwhelmed by a list and <laughs> paralyzed um and then working on stuff that never makes it to the list <laughs> right <laughs> um do you have anything else you had wanted to say about habits this week? No, I, um, I'm i going to be thinking about that. I might even break down and read James Clear's book. I haven't done that yet. Just to, for more food for thought about habits because I'm interested in them. <laughs> I just, um, you know, and since I'm in the process of trying to, form one i have a very clear intention it might be interesting to sort of read the absolutely and yeah um that's the atomic habits right james Mm -hmm. clear i read that one and enjoyed it and it all made perfect sense and then i haven't formed any habits as we (laughs) mentioned a little earlier and i still am uh i've not read is it good habits bad habits that's the one you read yeah I, i got about a chapter into it and then uh, didn't finish it. Um, I think other stuff came up, so maybe we should read our read our habits books. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, reading is not one of my habits. I mean, I read, but I don't read like regularly at any particular time of day. I think pretty much the only things I do regularly are eat and sleep. Mm-hmm. I do those. I those are habits. <laughs> That I have. <laughs> Can't seem to shake either of them. Um, <laughs> no, some people can like, oh, I worked, I got up today and like I didn't, I was so busy I didn't eat anything all day. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> like, I can, like I get to a certain point, I'm just like, I have to eat something. Otherwise, I can't think anymore. Like I'm just hungry. Um, so I, actually that's on a rare occasion. I can work through lunch or something. Um, but very rarely. So those are habits that I guess there's a biological drive that's saying, "Yeah, you're you're hungry, Mister. Get get yeah. something to eat." Your um, body has its own reminder system. It's true. Thank goodness. Otherwise, um, <laughs> well, anyway, in that case, uh, why don't we wrap up this episode so we can all get back to not flossing? Um, <laughs> No, so we can all get back to getting things done, uh, trying to form new habits and the like. Um, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at the Weekly Review. 
And um, you can always email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Uh, it would also be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us and it helps us find new listeners. And it also always makes us smile to hear from you and know what you're thinking. So thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things you gotta do. You'll think about them all in the weekly review. The weekly review, yeah, the weekly review. Sitting down, it's all coming.